What is up, everybody? My name is Austin Buckner. Trevor Holder. And Heather Holder. And this episode is about an event that I did not attend. Yeah, it was really just us talking and Austin inserting dialogue. Yeah, but it sounds like you had an awesome time. Yeah. And that's, yeah. What I, that's what I love the most. So uh, Kansas City Planet Comic Con? Planet Comic Con, yeah. Gotcha. Um, and we talk about uh, everyone. Fucking everyone. Talk about John Carlo Esposito. Talk about uh, name more people. Final Fantasy. Yep. Uh, George Newbern, Steve Burton, Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, you know what we forgot? The the chick from Tool Time uh, from Home Improvement. The chick from Tool Time. Do you remember her? Was the, she blonde? No, brunette. Yeah, it, it was the brunette remember. girl that, that I don't remember that show. Well basically, enough. acted as the oh, assistant. Oh yeah. yes, yes. She was digging me. Was she? In his Spider-Man suit. That's right. Buddy had a bulge going on there. Got a big old spider cock. Now I get why Toby walked down the street the way he did. I understand. Big dick swinging. Yeah. I'm glad you wore a cup or whatever that was. Dancer's belt. Dan- man's That's thong. What, it's what is called? a dancer's belt? AKA man thong with padding. That was a thong? Yeah. Did you wear like underwear over it or were your ass cheeks exposed directly under that? No. So, um. He learned. I learned. Uh, <laughs> the first time I did it, don't do it. <laughs> the first time I did it, don't ever do that. Um, wear underwear and then the dancer's belt. Oh man, I understand. Otherwise, you have some cleaning to do. So you wear the thong over your underwear, looking like Asuka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we talk about uh, Planet Comic Con. All the experiences before, during, and after. Uh, the one thing we didn't talk about was uh, it took us some time to actually finally sit down and watch it. But uh, we started season two of Alice in Borderland. Oh, holy shit! Is good. Uh, you did you watch the first season? No, I did not. Okay, you're sleeping on this show. You I know. need you need to watch this. Is it on Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. Okay, it, dude, it's intense. Like for a second, I can't wait for the third season. I I don't mean it's a live action show. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's based off a graphic novel. Hmm. Not. Borderlands. No. no. Okay. Starring Kevin. Kevin. Uh, Kevin Hart. What? Yeah, Kevin Hart's in it. He in plays the Borderlands movie. He plays Claptrap. Oh, I know. There's a Borderlands movie. Yeah. See, uh, Kevin things. Hart. <laughs> you were you were searching for Hart, and I thought you were gonna say Kevin Spacey, and I was like, I was gonna say, no, <laughs> like people still hire Kevin Spacey. I almost said Kevin Smith, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> was that because we watched so much like King of Queens and seen that's true. Uh, Clerks Three? I have not. I, have not I, I don't want to because I don't want my heart broken like that. Oh, we no, we, we did great. watch the new. I yes, I, I still it. haven't watched the movies that you gave me. I of you course, motherfucker. I know. We, I keep saying that I don't have time, but if I'm being honest, I just do other shit instead of doing that. We watched the new Bert. Uh, no, we watched the beginning and then I passed out. So I watched Bert. it. Oh, the his uh, razzle Bert, dazzle, Burt Kreischer. Yeah. I've seen clips, and I look over at Amy, and she chuckles every time. And I'm like, "You want to watch it?" And she's like, "I don't want Burt Kreischer." And I'm like, "It looks like you do, though." It was pretty entertaining. It, it's yeah. pretty good. 
I'll have to watch it alone. Yeah, that was Fucking scared and alone. That was like our chill time because we were we were old people. We didn't go out and party like the rest of the con. We, that's the fucking best though. Like, we when, wanted to. We oh wanted my God. to. We just wanted to so bad. The thing is, like when when I was on our honeymoon, I thought we were gonna be like just pounding drinks the whole night or stay up until like three a.m. every fucking night. No, we went back to the room at nine o'clock and we watched movies together. Or like on our way back to Des Moines, we had a layover in Atlanta and we fucking watched uh, Bullet Train together. So fantastic movie, so good. Yeah, like we chilled at our like chilled the hotel, watched King of Queens the first night. Love. I know. It was just all it was on the TV so much between the Friday night and Saturday morning, and then when we went to the Airbnb that was hosted by a lovely lady and her two cats, and her name is Barbara fantastic a wonderful awesome. person it was 40 dollars a night for that airbnb so oh, wow i yeah. look wait for thing. two nights for for one night oh okay but still so, so here's the thing the, ol- the only criticism i have and i i didn't want to put this on a review or anything like this the only criticism i have is that i feel like where we just wanted to chill by ourselves oh is she there yeah, because oh. it's a house where like uh, we have she, a room. Yeah. yeah, she she was renting out a room. She's like, "What you kids doing?" Yeah, she she I, was chatty. She's from, like from New York area. Oh, so she never shuts the fuck up. For for me personally, I think, and I didn't want to be rude about it. I, I think she kind of overstayed uh, her welcome in terms of like being around. I our think space she and, she eventually got the got the gist of like, oh. I'm just going to go to my room and watch TikToks and, and yeah. go to bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fantastic person. I highly recommend, like, if you're in Kansas City and you're looking for a cheap Airbnb, definitely, like, definitely go there. She's way more than accommodating. She has breakfast all ready for you. And like, muffins or yogurt. How do I find her on Airbnb? I don't know. Ask Heather. Heather yeah, said it. How do you find her? Did you, you, if I, I wanted just, to find that, that property, what would I look up? I don't know how you can... She can show you after. Yeah, I, there, it, basically you can look by the title of the home. We're going to promote and, her. Yeah, um, you can find... Uh, it, it's a, it's an Italy-inspired... Um, Italy-themed home, yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. She, she was like... Uh, Heather had asked her, she goes, uh, have you been to Italy? Or And if you have, how many times? She said, eh, I've been there six times. I'm like... <laughs> my wife... Went to London and won't shut the fuck up about I it. Do I do shut feel up like, about it. I feel like when people come to Pella and they visit Pella, they're like, oh my god, it's so cute. And I'm like, ah, this old thing. And they, that's fucking Italy for her. She's like, <laughs> oh, Italy? <laughs> this old thing is nothing. Right. I was like, I've been there twice. No, she, but she was definitely a wonderful person. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. Her cats were a little scared, but you know, that's okay. We get hey, it. man. I get it. We get what it. What was named Spartacus? Spartacus? Spartacus. And it looked like Bowser. Aww. He came out, especially when there was chimkin. You gotta pay the chicken tax every time you cook. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it there. <laughs> made it. What does Giancarlo Esposito smell like? Like a summer day. 
I bet he just he looks so well put together always. That was one of the things that his um the volunteer that was working at his table said was he smells fantastic. Bet he uses squatch so You know, I wasn't paying attention to his smell, but I I didn't either. <laughs> if if I can be honest, I I would assume he has like a woodsy Yeah. I don't know, like, like a rich, like a mahogany teak wood. Yeah, yeah, Smel- yeah so- something real woodsy. Smells leather and mahogany. Yeah, yeah, I, just, I could see that for him. He seems like a proper gentleman. He is. Oh yeah, yeah. He's hilarious too. Was he? Oh, he was fantastic. We were in Rachel Lee Cook's line. Yeah, on not yesterday. I'm getting my days all messed around. Was he Saturday? And we had the pleasure of be having a direct line of sight to Giancarlo and his interactions with each person. It wasn't just a quick sign, thanks, or a quick picture, thanks. Like he actually took the time to have a, you know, mini conversation. Did he did he do like a panel or was it just like a meet and greet? So we skipped out on his panel because I don't know. Me personally, I didn't feel like I needed to go to the panel. Mm-hmm. But that actually, it, right. But (laughs) it did work out to our advantage because we got there fairly early in line for the meet and greets. Mm -hmm. For his last like round of meet and greets. Oh, okay. And so that was our last opportunity to be able to have our Mandalorian helmet signed that we had 3D printed. Um, By Mr. Corey Bone. Boom. He's the one that printed that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was he, his first time. He. You know what? Time out for a second. Uh, this is actually going to come out before the anniversary episode. But the anniversary episode, yep. we talked about who we wanted to have on as guests. Yep. Corey, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Anyway. Yes. So you got that signed by who? John Carlo. Oh, duh. Yeah. Moff Gideon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it was it was cool because we had that 3D printed uh, for our baby announcement of Caden. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to be able to kind of carry that through of here's going to be this thing. That's, that's very cool. That's going to be signed. Yeah. Yeah. Was he impressed with it? Yeah. He loved it. And we showed him pictures of the announcement and, mm-hmm. and of Caden, of, of course, because um, when I was talking, we were waiting in line. We, so there was a section of the line that was gotten through when we were waiting, of course, and then all of a sudden he had to take a production call. Oh. And so he was gone going to be on for at least 20 minutes. Like he's fucking important or something. Right. So <laughs> Better call Saul is over. Breaking Bad, <laughs> you died. Get over it. So we were the first people that were going to be, you know, head of the line when he got back from that production yeah. call. So then like I was just being my normal self and chatting with the Planet Comic Con volunteer who was there, mm-hmm. who coincidentally happens to do Ren fairs and everything else, and then also the agent. Um, I had noticed that when the agent came back by while waiting for Giancarlo's meeting to be over, kind of came back to hang out and pulled some stuff out of her bag and put it down at Giancarlo's spot. It was a couple Lindor truffles and a couple other pieces of chocolate. 
So I, awesome. I said to her, I was like, hey, are those, those the treats that help him kind of move along through the day? And she bust up laughing. I was like, don't, you can't learn my secrets for this. So, I mean, I got to know them and, and just have some friendly conversation while I showed them, you know, pulled out the helmet and said, yeah, our friend 3D printed this. They're like, you can get these 3D printed? And we're like, yeah, it was really, really cool. And we said we used it for our baby announcement. I showed the picture and their immediate answer or immediate question response was, where's the baby? And I, I, I'm sorry, but here's a picture of the baby. And they both were like, oh, and the agent said, John Carlo loves a good baby. So we, we knew we would eating them. Yeah. You know. So I went, once we got the helmet sign or we got the helmet set down to sign, I was looking at the pictures and I was like, well, it'd be really cool to have one of his photos as Moff Gideon to display with it. So I asked like, Hey, could we have one of the pictures or, you know, how, can, how basically can, how much for a picture? Um, we, like just the picture doesn't have to be signed. And she's like, Oh, you can just take one. And it's all because Heather talked him up. And so not only did we get to take the picture as we were, you know, I had it in my hands and we were just chatting all of a sudden, as I'm talking to this agent, she sticks her hand out. And I'm like, what? She took the picture back from me and went and slid it under the helmet to also be signed by him. Usually per, so got a freebie. Yeah, per item, it's $80 to get signed. So we got a free $80 thing. So that was really cool. You know what pisses me off is that like fucking every episode of Meatless Monday, you're like, I have anxiety and I'm shy. And then here you are, the most charismatic fucking person. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we we got this done, right? <laughs> so we, we met with Esposito. Let's rewind this back to the beginning of the trip. <laughs> okay. okay. Right, when did you guys leave? Friday. Okay. Friday, Friday morning. Friday midday. Yeah. Okay. We planned to leave a little earlier, but... I was like, we both procrastinated packing, and then I was like, I feel that I was. I, I mixed up my cosplays, and I was like, I don't know which items go for which version of the character. I guess I'm taking both, and like packed a whole huge suitcase. I also wanted to get in a little bit of game time the night before, I so get it. I, you know, he was up till like four thirty or five. My mom said, "I was not. I was not. I promise." Sounds like your mom's a fucking snitch. I was going to say, aren't you? Can't trust her. <laughs> Can't trust her. Goodness gracious. So. Oh. Fucking boomers. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so with issues we had with parking near the venue and like, cause it was rush hour traffic. We went to the hotel first. I'm starting. I'm starting way back. Was this at like a convention center or was this at the T-Mobile? Can- uh, no, it was or? at Kansas City Convention Center. Gotcha. Okay. What? I want to well, start with the other stories. You want to start with the other story relating to me? Only, he just wants to talk shit about you. Go well, ahead. Talk only shit. because it, it it's connects on the trip up. Okay, fine. So uh, we've established before my wife's terrible at breaking bad news. Oh, Co- that. Co- yes, correct. Oh, uh, I know. I know part of the story. Yes. So, yeah. uh, for those of you that don't know or haven't listened to one of the earlier episodes, um, my wife woke me up one morning to break the news that Jason David Frank uh, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. There was no buffer. There was no me waking up. It was, hey, and I. I, I said, I hey, I'm warning you. I'm going to give you some bad news. 
I at least like tried to. Either way, I had no time to prepare for that news. Mm-hmm. And then she told me, you know, he killed himself. Cool. Great. We're off to a great start with that. Um, I so asked if you wanted the, to know. On the trip up. Down. Whatever. <laughs> on the trip to Kansas City. In your fucking directions. I don't. That's why I need GPS. Um. <laughs> so on the trip to Kansas City. I don't know how she didn't put two and two together. Um, just from me playing uh, Destiny. I didn't or know he was that character. How we made such a huge deal about him being in the Resident Evil TV mm-hmm. show. Um, granted, I can't blame her for Horizon because I didn't play a whole lot of that around mm. her. John Wick. John Wick. Yep. Um, she told me that Lance Reddick died. She's like, oh, Lance Reddick died. No, no... Like I didn't say it happily. Yeah, but there <laughs> it, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of sincerity there, or like oh, I, yeah, another celebrity died. No biggie. I didn't know the importance. Like I said, I did not know he was Commander Zavala. Yeah, right, huh? From Destiny. So that if I would have known that from the start, I, I would have that fucked up. Right, I'm gonna my do a entire... little like. I know this doesn't wood, but. I'm going to do a little knock on wood um, that I actually don't die on my way home. But I feel like I could die in a massive car accident and Heather would be like, well, looks like podcasting just got a little more difficult. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she would. Um, Guys, make me sound so cold hearted. No, it, it, I mean, that fucked up the rest of the trip to Kansas City. Gosh. But um, yeah, so sadly, um, Lance Reddick died. Uh it was pretty cool over the weekend since I'm not able to do it that um, the groups I'm a part of, whether it be uh, Resident mm-hmm. Evil, uh, whether it be through Destiny, uh, you know, a bunch of communities like that have been showing tributes to him, which is crazy to think about. Um, so we so we go from that uh, to getting to Kansas City, which was entertaining in and of itself like we got to we decided we were going to go to the convention center first but then rush hour was crazy we missed our exit so we're like you know what we're just going to go to the hotel first and we decided to walk from the hotel to the convention center i don't think in a 25 minute span i've ever had a more eventful walk holy shit um so What, what do you mean (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're going to find out. Okay. It, we we got the stories to go with it. Don't worry. Um, so most of the walk was pretty like bland. And, you know, we walked by this bus stop and it, there was several homeless people. We're like, oh, we'll, we'll just kind of stick by each other. It's fine. And um, at the next block, there was a parking garage probably about halfway down. And we see a car coming out of it from a... A few steps away, so we stopped, and we were gonna let them through because we knew traffic. Like they had a break in traffic, and this guy, other, I, I'm not sure where this homeless guy came from because I didn't remember seeing him. He was at the stop. I was he at that stop yeah. too? And just walks by us and is like, "We have the right of way," and like, 
almost doing, um, as we kind of kept saying later on um, in the weekend, it reminded us of the scene in New Girl where Schmidt honks the horn of the car. The car stops. Guy gets out. Toby! Toby! So we that was like a huge thing. Like he walked, this, this homeless guy walked as slow as possible, just like taunting this couple in their car. And they're just It was like, just one guy. Was it just one guy? It was I thought just it was a guy, guy in the car. Oh, yeah. that was a guy and his girlfriend. Um, and yeah, yeah they're in a way. Okay, like he was like, "Let these people go." Like we're we're just trying to be polite, guy. You know, okay. Street Moses. Both <laughs> <laughs> way. Um, and like halfway down the block, this guy is still ahead of us, and you just hear him all of a sudden go, "They have the right of way," and we're like. Yeah, oh, the, the okay. man was hung up on it. He was he was right there. And then he turned at the next block. We're like, okay, whew, excitement's over. No, not at oh, all. Man. So <laughs> I'll let Trevor start this this story because he definitely Yeah. So um from where we were coming, we uh we were coming down the sidewalk. We had to cross over to like this a big um open area oh, like a plot open plaza area mm-hmm. yeah um and before we were able to cross the street to get over there uh we're coming up on an intersection and i see a truck with a cherry picker on it and the cherry picker was up and it was going under a skywalk oh it was trying to go under a skywalk. And I saw it before anyone else, and I go, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then it happened. It just... Oh, like, shit. You yeah. hear the metal scrape, and, and the tr- front of the truck just pops right up. The the th- the thing is, I never thought I'd see something like that happen personally. I've seen so many videos. They're hilarious. Good time. Not a good time for that guy. He's definitely fired because the cherry picker was up, right? It took out a, a the bottom corner, like mm-hmm. a whole section that's longer than this couch. Yeah, of um, the skywalk. Yeah, yeah, it took off a corner piece, and then uh, it just gouged underneath it, and the whole, f- like Heather said, the whole front of the truck went up, like just- almost cartoonish. And then, like he he reversed it, got back down, <laughs> tried to get back, it but, back it up, Terry. Yeah, but it stuck. It got stuck on the bridge. So this guy gets out of his truck and lowers he's, it. No, he couldn't lower it quite yet. He had to oh. like literally climb into the back of the truck and try like yanking it like enough to get it just kind of out from under that edge. And so then he like once he gets that, that's when the that's when that corner piece fell. Was when he was trying to pull that clean. Never a dull moment in Kansas City. Oh my gosh! And then he so then he lowers it. And, you know, gets it not extended, de-extend. I don't know. Words hard. Gets that not extended. Brings that all the way back down, and throws that piece into his pickup and pulls forward. Kind of, the- we we thought he like is he okay? So he's gonna wait and like call the police and like wait for someone to get there. Next thing we know, we turn around. His truck's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. We're like, what? He gone. No. And Heather had taken a picture of it because, hey, this is crazy. Uh, turns out 
she got a full picture. Um, full picture of the guy. Do you want to pull that up for him or send it to him real quick? It's in the. It, it's in the. Uh, I'll have to group. look for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, she she gets a picture of the guy. Full like you can see what he looks like. You see his uh, truck. You see the license, license plate. plate. Yep. So I call. I found out what the non-emergency was and called it in. Like, hey, this guy might have taken off, and it's severely dented like, like mother like daughter fucking snitch <laughs> <laughs> makes sense and um it was my idea for her to call it cops, was so. generational like, snitching the uh the like the rubber sealant stripping was coming off like i don't know structurally like i would not have been wanted to be on that bridge when that happened like and people were still walking was it across a, it was it a bridge or was it like an enclosed it's like skywalk? a skywalk okay gotcha so it was yeah. downtown yeah okay yeah because there is a pretty famous bridge in kansas city that semi-trucks hit like literally every other I, month. I know exactly every what you're talking month. about yeah. yes no oh. it, so it wasn't that no gotcha it was okay. a skywalk so was bridge okay. sorry it, it, yeah. yeah so the skywalk um curved Oh, it kind of cro- it goes crossways gotcha. diagonally over an okay. intersection. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Like downtown Des Moines. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Okay. So it's the plaza right outside um, the convention center. This is where okay. this all happened. So, uh, so yeah, call it in, and you know, there's other people that are like kind of watching and taking video and pictures, and I'm describing the license plate number, what the truck looks like that. I couldn't think of cherry picker. I could only think of the bucket, <laughs> the, the, the bucket. A, a crane with a bucket thing. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, I see it. And I was like, what? And I thought about, oh, their their stoplights probably have cameras that they can you know, yeah, log yeah, yeah. into and see it. And I was like, wait, you can see it. And I turned and it's literally at the light right next to me. It had come back. Well, then it turns weird at the light. I think it cut someone off. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's going to cause another accident. Um, yeah, he cut someone off doing a U-turn to, um, park, uh... Back where he was. No. Wasn't it? No. So, oh. uh, it was before he would have gotten to the, the skywalk. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm meaning. Like, where he was doing his original work, probably. Right. Yeah. But then he had someone else in the truck with him. Which like, he didn't have before. It's like, no. couldn't have been me that hit it. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so... He, that dude's definitely fired. Oh, has yeah. To, has to be. He is straight up not having a good time, bro. So, what's a fun game we like to play on the podcast? <laughs> Strip poker. That too. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, like, I'm legitimately serious. What's a fun game? Listen, with- everyone but you, including me, has big fat tits on, on in this, this two podcast area, so... That's fair. I can't yeah. say I haven't played a strip game before, but it's been years. No. Uh, what do, what game do we play at Tulip Time? How long does it take for Heather to find someone she knows? Oh, that is a fun game. And we I haven't played that. that. We haven't played on those podcasts. I thought of that game. You saw someone in Kansas Hold City, on. you know? Hold on. So I was just joking about that in the entryway after we got our wristbands and before we went up the escalators into the exhibition hall. I was like, ha ha, wouldn't it be funny to see how long it took me to find someone I knew? And I looked at my watch and I was like, okay, noted. And see, I was going to make a joke earlier about your homeless fucking escort that like, hey, some celebrities get a police escort and you got a fucking homeless hallelujah. Uh, but that's because that's why. Because you're, you're a fucking celebrity and everyone knows you. <laughs> I was just, I don't even know why I said um, that. I was just. Alliteration. Good Alliteration sounded fun. That sounded fun. No, Let, I love it. Let's take a how, guess. Yeah. How? Okay. So if you remember at tulip time, 
Mm-hmm. When we talked about it this in the episode. It was maybe three minutes. It was, no, it was seven minutes. Oh, okay. It was seven minutes. So How long Kansas you... City further away. It's going to be weird. It's going to be even less time. I'm going to say four minutes. Three. Three minutes. Three minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> it ended up being one of my friends is in the 501st. 501st? The... It's a Star Wars cosplay. Oh. So, yeah. so it's named after... Lore-wise, it's named after um, a division of clone troopers that yeah. are like the most deadly. They're the ones that, um, that carried out Order uh, 66. Yeah. The 501st. The 501st. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So she, I recently saw a TikTok about this. <laughs> Gabby's amazing. She is, uh, oh gosh, older than 18, but younger. I think she's under 20. Maybe she's 21. I can't remember. No. Um. She, I don't know what you were trying to tell on. me there for a second because you're like she's no, older no, no. than eighteen. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was like, she is has more talent in her pinky than I probably have in my entire body, in my opinion. Um, she made her own Mandalorian oh, I did suit. See that picture, that's fucking awesome. Custom, like did it and all it's around. It's not foam. It's not. It's, it's not three D printed. See that. That's very cool. It, I love the way it's painted. It's me. She has all the wear and tear on it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, I did see that photo. Took yeah. her over it's, like a year and a half. Yeah. Where's she from? She's from Omaha. Okay. So her entire family, I feel, is all talented in so many ways, especially in cooking and baking. Um, fantastic, lovely people. Future Meatless Monday guest. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I'd love to have her. Every, see, here's the thing. And I, I, I'm trying to like not be selfish, but like I have so many great women uh, in my life. And then every time I'm like, I should get him on the podcast. I should get him on the Ice Cream Sunday podcast. And then I'm like, fuck, that'd be great for Meatless Monday instead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Meatless Monday accepts everyone. It's true. You're having back Except to back. You're having back to back dick having guests. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, My dumb ass is next week. Yeah. I was a goofy, silly boy for that hour. Yeah, you were. Yeah. But yeah, so it was, yeah, I, I was not, I was expecting to see at least a few people I knew because I knew there was a, um, a friend of mine that, um, their polycule was there as vending. Um, so I was like, okay, I know them. I knew I, I probably had a couple friends who would be cosplaying mm-hmm. and, um, possibly a few people that I would know that were volunteering too. And yep. All of those categories were checked throughout the whole weekend, but three minutes was the fastest of all three days. It was Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Let's see. So after that, we walked around just to kind of get a lay of the land, check everything out. So much art. I wanted to buy it all. Yeah. Um, Did you buy any art? So we did. Uh, (laughs) So the first day, um, we went... I don't even want to know. We were very... No, we... we, There were lots of... um, an SFW? Yeah. Lots of those. But we yeah, didn't get any were. of those. Um, and, <laughs> and, but one of the people we actually got to speak to was Aunt Lucia. Who? Is it Aunt Lucia? Yeah. So Aunt he, Lucia. He is the creator of DC Bombshells. Oh, okay. He is, yeah, 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 I know he is. from Des Moines. Really? Yeah. And that. he's good personal friends with the owner of lucky gal tattoo and okay. he created their logo and monsterama's logo yeah oh okay so very cool guy we were chatting with him super chill 
And did you get like a business card? So we got actually got uh, playing cards that were signed by him because he was doing that for a dollar. Oh shit! Okay. So I got a few of those, and it was yeah. So it was like, a, like it's twenty five dollars for a whole deck, and I can sign them, or you know, take your pick of however many cards, a buck a piece. And All I right. I got the last two poison ivies. Um, another a Harley one, I think. No, I did not get. There was no Harley oh. left, so that was a bummer. Oh, it was a it was a DC bombshells deck of, deck of cards. Yeah, like oh, that's all cool. all of his art. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's done a bunch of different other things. Like he did what the this serial monsters too, um, mm-hmm. which was funny because one of my friends cosplayed as one of the serial monsters. Did you get his contact information? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can. We I'm sure we can find every time you tell me that he lives, in, like someone lives in Des Moines, and I, we haven't had him oh, on the he's podcast from Des Moines. yet, and I'm I like, don't, do you know where he lives? I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. Know. Phone interview. Why not? I, look, we got a lot of cards, so anyone oh, we talk about, we probably have their card. Fantastic. Um, was it f- that same day we found um another artist that ended up? Wasn't it Friday? With it was me? second day. Oh. Because we didn't have long the first day. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, I, th- had, like, I think I think when we met Ann, it was the second day as well. I think. No, no, we did it Friday because I wanted to make sure I got a signed card by him the very first that's day. That's right. That's right. I wasn't going to miss out on those because it was all pretty much Stargirl and someone else. I couldn't remember. Who I don't know. The Stargirl so, one was pretty good. It was cool. I think I got one of those, um, but I got like Zatara and Poison Navy. And then there was you mean hot uh, girl Zatanna? Zatanna, thank you. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Brain. Uh so yeah, uh Ant was cool. Um you know, we got a few pictures. I went in uh an umbrella cosplay, which was really easy because Umbrella cosplay the first day, right? Yeah. On uh, Friday? For the first two days. Oh. Because he wanted to change, but wait, when the fuck were you Spider Man then? Sunday. The third day. Sunday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I th- didn't know you guys went to the convention. I thought you just came back on Sunday. I didn't know you guys went to the convention on Sunday yeah. before you came back. Got it. Okay. Yep. Um, It was super easy because, hey, it's all work stuff anyway. So Right. Um, uh, Just throw a few, a few patchy boys on. Oh, my gosh. So one of the artists I remember seeing, and we saw it, and we're like, oh, my gosh, this would break Austin's heart. And I feel like you're going to know immediately. So these artists, this artist did quotes on these people's mm-hmm. face. I don't know if you recognize who those two people are from Last of Us. Oh, motherfucker. Now I'm going to cry. And the quotes on their face. Yeah. Um, remind me names. Bill and Frank. Bill and Thank Frank. you. My brain's still so, recovering. So, yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, I got approached by somebody. I got approached by somebody. I, you've seen pictures by now um, of somebody from a cosplay group who um, it's a fairly good sized group who's like hey, saw saw my cosplay. I was like, hey, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, do you got uh, are you part of a group or anything like that? No. He's like, do you want to be? I'm like, You're like, no, I'm actually part of yeah, an actual sure. fucking security guard. Yeah. And so he was super chill. Super his, cool. His He's like, real as shit. He goes, no pressure. Uh, you know, real friendly. Um, 
we have a Discord. We have this. And it was yeah. like, oh. oh sick. Yeah, yeah, so I need to hit him up here soon and uh, be like, hey, cool. And you know, all that. But um, I was right. We did see that one artist um, the first day because it was right after we saw. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we are looking at this art vendor and I'm trying to get back to his art. So he has a very cool, like, realistic style, but has, like, really good pops of color and kind of contrast. Mm -hmm. And I was looking on the wall, and I happened to see, I'm showing this to Austin because this was on our wall when we lived in the old apartment. I don't know if you happen to see that Kingsman photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So that was my first piece of art I ever got for Trevor and I got it off of Etsy because that was the first movie we watched when we were together. Um pre together, I guess. First yeah. hangout. Um and that was the only like photo style, like drawn art that I could find of that. And I thought that's so cool. It's a totally different look. And I had no idea that that artist was going to be there until we were looking around at um the what stood out to me was the Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen because I was like, oh, that, yeah, yeah. those art styles. So that's unbeknownst to Phoenix. We got the Miles Morales for him and the Spider-Gwen for Kaden. Better hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. I know. Um, there's a lot of reasons why you shouldn't listen to podcast, this podcast. No, Learn all about um, his Uncle Austin. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, we can show you all the artwork uh, after, yeah, too. But, but, the re- but it, it was... It was meaningful to me to find that. And then we heard this awesome story about how the Kingsman artwork was created. And he told us that this person from Chicago wanted something else of, of Taron Egerton. And he's like, well, I don't know if I can do that, but I could do Kingsman. And he's like, okay, well, to get this a custom piece of art from this guy, he's like, you know, I I would have to be paid like an exuberant amount of money to have a, like that. I can, you know, you would have the rights for it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything with it. So the guy was like, I'll pay you $4,000. Jesus. And he's like, well, if you're going to do that, I'll even be at a con with Taryn Egerton this next time. I'll get it signed. And so when he brought it to get it signed by Taryn Egerton, other people were wanting to buy that artwork to do the same kind of thing. And so he's like, oh, like this could be pretty successful. So he asked the guy like, hey, do you mind if I, I, I know you requested this and commissioned this, but can I, do you mind if I sell this piece of art? And he's like, yeah, of course. So he signed over the rights and that's, that's the story goes. And he's actually going to see that guy next week or so. Yeah. So it was cool to hear how, how that one particular art that just happened to be commissioned and all of that, just so happened to be the same artwork that I was able to share with my husband, and now my our kids have artwork. And by we'd, him. Be, we'd be lying if we didn't say like we thought of you a few times. Of like oh. we almost got some some pieces, but um, it, I think that's really the Black Panther one that's in the oh, that's kind of on the edge. Sick. There's two halves. There's one of of the Black Panther mask, and then there's one of of the late t'challa yeah yeah and then um i was gonna say we're in the wrong business because 
we we brand ourselves as podcasters, but if we branded ourselves as auditory artists, then we could also charge $4,000 for unique content and people could just give us $4,000 and then for an hour we'll talk about whatever they want and then you have exclusive rights to that episode of the podcast. And custom ASMR. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, let's do let's that. Let's fucking do it. Man, um, wouldn't it be great? I love my job, but I'm ready to quit. So yeah, I I think that was really it. And then yeah, Friday uh, was all like art, just kind of watching people and seeing cosplays. Like we saw a Jinx. We yep. saw oh, the thing that probably pulled my heartstrings the most for the weekend was seeing like the kids or the families that yeah. were cosplaying together. So the first picture I took just before I saw my friend Gabby was the leia like itty bitty leia with her little little robot and that was probably like her and wednesday i think was her sister yeah so she actually had the thing hand on her yeah i saw that picture that was was really well done cosplay oh they were so adorable too and the family was also cosplayed as others but those two i want to deviate kind of away from the convention and just talk about like this is your first trip together away from caden like what was what was that like emotionally? Was it hard to, did you do nothing but think about her all weekend? Cause like, I remember going on trips, leaving Kingston home. He was March, September, eight months old at the time. And Kaylee and I went up to Minnesota for a concert and I did nothing but think about him for in the entire weekend. Um, Was it difficult or were you like, nah, fuck that kid. I don't think it was as hard as what we thought it would be. Um, I think the thing that made it hard was the fact that one of the reasons why we didn't take her in the first place is because we weren't sure of um, the situation with like being able uh, to do restrooms mm-hmm. for changing, yep. you know, stuff like that. Or a place for me to pump. Like it was, it was just a matter of lack of knowledge, but also that weekend before that was a really hard time for me because I had probably my hardest postpartum day, like the closest to postpartum depression that I've ever had. And she would just cry every time I tried to breastfeed her. And I was like, if this happens at the convention, I don't know if I'm going to be able to enjoy myself. If I'm spending this much money Mm -hmm. I would like to enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was hard for me to leave because she was just starting to get fussy when we left. And um, so I I had to hold hold her one more time just to try to help ease my own mind of everything's going to be fine. I actually tried to kind of separate that anxiety of like, you know, you could try to think of what all is going to happen when you're gone, but... I, I fucking cats. Um, I, uh, I think I really did pretty well. Like, of course it, it was good to know like how she was doing through the time. It was great to have the pictures because of course, like we said, we shared, um, that picture, one of those pictures with Giancarlo. Um, and then it was, you know, when we got to come home, I think that besides actually having a chance to sit in a car, I think Trevor was really surprised at he was kind of looking forward to the drive because we actually had a for sure place to sit. Um, 
that, that the next best thing was knowing that when I got home, I'd get a hold of my daughter and mm-hmm. it was great. She just, I picked her up. She snuggled right in and I heard. <sighs> That's the only reason I continue to do this podcast post baby. <laughs> I get to come and hold her for like 10 minutes before I set up. She's just absolutely a doll. She can be kind of yelly, but you know, when she eh, chills out, baby, yeah, like do. I get it. She when she chills they out, they shit and they cry and they scream at people. Yeah, and it, it was my, it was kind stuff. of yeah, and so it was nice to have that kind of time away for just him and I, um, post baby, um, gosh, I don't even. I think I'm not sure that I really was away from him even during the pregnancy. So it was nice to have just kind of this time for just us and focus is, on our nerddom and enjoy that together. Is um, this the longest road trip you guys have taken together? Like since you've been together? I don't think so. I think Colorado. Colorado. Oh, that's was, right. Yeah. I forgot you guys went to Colorado. Um, our trip to Kansas City before that, which was our first few months of being together, we went to see Musical Blades in Kansas City. That was mm-hmm. probably our next mm-hmm. uh, about a similar length to this trip yeah so um but yeah it was it was great to have like even on our drive down um it ended up being that he uh we were listening to theory of a dead man and our song from our first dance came on so it was like even starting on that Mm -hmm. drive it was a lot of just us bonding and just being ourselves having our weird quotes together holding hands you had like a six hour round trip from Kansas City and back, and you guys didn't listen to the Ice Cream Sunday podcast. We did a couple times. Did you really? Stuff. I was giving you shit. I wouldn't listen to my in own McQueen. podcast. So, so I mean, I do, but what we did for the second, uh, for the second day, and I'll recap this real quick. Get down. Um, second day, we went and saw the Final Fantasy panel with uh, Steve Burton, Rachel Lee Cook, and George Newbern, who uh, did the voices of Cloud. Sephiroth and Tifa mm-hmm. and um, that was cool then after that we did before that we did the photo op the, we did the photo op with all three of them mm-hmm. um, and they then were sweethearts we did individual uh, meet and greets with them where they signed stuff which was really cool mm-hmm. that sucked up a good portion of the day Rachel Lee Cook's line sucked up most that of the day that was absurd like, uh, oh all good like stuff we can't control but so that weight was absurd so with the uh, we'll go back and uh with the photo opportunity we got to do like a professional photo op i mean they're really like cranking people through the lines and stuff but you know george new newburn immediately like put his hand on my shoulder like looked at me was like thanking me for being there um rachel lee cook was like hi guys and Steve Burton was fist bumping us and like I almost left him hanging because I almost didn't see it and I was like uh 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 I, so I think we both had a moment of kind of star shock moment um it with that and we're like oh like they were super nice and then at the panel I would say it was still pretty well attended but it, it wasn't probably as big of a crowd as William Shatner or William Shatner jo- was there? Yeah. Jonathan Frakes. Um, with their panel, it was still a pretty good-sized crowd, I think, but hardly any of the Fast Pass area. So Fast Pass essentially gets you to the front of the line. You get this exclusive seating that you kind of get first dibs on. 
Um, and since there weren't very many FastPass members in that section, they opened it up to everyone else. And I think I kind of scared Trevor at to how fast I like booked it to the section and found, got us a spot three rows in right in the center. And um, it was a Q&A type panel session. So I was like, Trevor, if you have questions, go now. And I kept encouraging him to do it because usually, especially the other sessions I've been to, like in the past years, Carrie Ells, Alan Tudyk, those lines get super long, super quick. And maybe a third of the line gets to ask questions, if that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, if you have a question, get in line mm -hmm. right now. And he was pretty close to the front. And I was like, awesome. You know, he got to ask his question. And it was interesting because they didn't always answer the question that was being asked of them. It was like yeah. this weird telephone, like game of telephone, where one person would answer the question. The next person, usually George Newbern, would like slightly change the answer and go in a completely different direction. And then Rachel Lee Cook would be like, uh, was what was the question? <laughs> to be fair, though, um, she did, you know, say that, hey, this is like well, one of my first cons. I, 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 like, I'm still new. Steve to Newburn was doing very new. all of this. Yeah. Was new he? I Steve, don't think he was. Steve Burton, that was, he said that was his third convention. Rachel Lee How Cook, do I know that name, Steve Burton? So, I would say his primary known role was in General Hospital. He was a hitman for like 20 years. Hmm. I don't know what else he's done. He, um, have you have you seen the James Gandolfini and Robert Redford movie, The Last Castle? That sounds familiar, but I can't. He he was it. in that, but his the big role that he's really known for, other than General Hospital, was probably being the voice of Cloud. Oh, okay. Duh. Yeah, <laughs> um, you literally just said that. Yeah, and so it was interesting to hear, especially with Steve Burton, like he would try to give a little bit of personality to Cloud, and they kept telling him, "No, we need you to do less. No, we we need you to back off. Like, keep doing less." Um, so he felt like he did. He didn't really have a favorite part of the personality because he felt like he didn't have a personality. Sure, with just, Cloud. Yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting to just kind of hear their takes on, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, so so you got to ask your question. I, I'm trying to remember what your question... It was relating to not being in the remake. So, yeah, my question was essentially, was there anything that they wish they could have done um, more with their characters? Whether it be uh, in Kingdom Hearts or, you know, Final Fantasy, because they weren't in the new one or the remake. Oh, okay. Yeah, they. I mean, they all got recast. Um, and I also pointed out that like Final Fantasy was essentially absent from Kingdom Hearts three, and it really shouldn't have been. And I think it was hard for them to answer some of the questions because they don't necessarily play video games, so they didn't know as in-depth about the story. Um, I loved Rachel Lee Cook's reaction to the 
dolphin fear flurry fury. <laughs> yeah, so apparently uh they don't know their own characters, like their own content. Mm-hmm. They just know the basics of like the individual lines here and it's it's not the same as when they did Advent Children because it's not a like a thorough script where you kind of know or hear the other lines. It's very sure. choppy. So, sure. so someone had asked them a question about uh, a special move that Tifa does. And Rachel Lee Cook was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And They're like, where did the dolphins come from? And then, I don't know. <laughs> and then Steve was like, do I get like a gopher or something? <laughs> like, Oh, because yeah, they were like, well, what does Sephiroth get? Well, like he gets like meteor, like he destroys the sun. <laughs> and he's like yeah, they're like oh yeah of course that's what i do yep like george newburn is just so cocky about yeah. it but in a playful way so this reminds me of when i i would used to go to like pro wrestling camps and so before i actually like started training for real i would go to these day camps and they would bring in like uh, an old wrestler like a uh, ricky morton or but this reminds me of the, of the one I went to with uh, Perry Saturn, who was in ECW, WCW, and then WWE. And when we got done training in the ring with them, he would, he we would have an opportunity to ask him questions. And of course, all of my questions are like, you know, what's the best way to market yourself? What are the best exercises in the gym to replicate, um, you know, pro wrestling and getting in good cardio shape? Things that are going to like further along my career. And then some fucking mark was just like, hey, uh, did you know that in the uh, Nintendo 64 game, WWF No Mercy, uh, the developers must have really liked you because if you go to the corner of the ring and hit a button, um, there's a glitch and you'll just continuously punch your opponent in the face and it's unblockable and you'll win as Perry Saturn every time. And Perry just like... Perry was six months sober from meth oh, and being homeless no. so he would oh, just like God. stare at this kid and was just like i don't have any fucking idea what you're talking about yep like, like yeah whatever That's i've fine. done nothing yeah. but body slams and meth for 25 years Ooh. like i don't know what you're talking about so i know i think i know what you're going to talk about but i want to finish out the panel part of it if that's okay and uh someone asked for permission he was ready and i was yeah, i had more that. of a direction fuck him Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so then eventually I see that there's not a lot of a line. There's still about 20 minutes left. And I was like, I think I could fit in a question. I'm curious. I knew George Newburn as Charlie from Scandal. And of course, Rachel Lee Cook, I knew her from She's All That. Mm-hmm. So I, I was curious to know of whether it's their voice acting opportunities because George Newburn also did Superman, right? Um, that uh, what their favorite character was and why. Um, but I went up to the mic. I was like, they ask you to say your name. Like, hi, I'm Heather. And they all said, hi, like, thanks for being here. And Rachel Lee Cook complimented on my outfit. It's a nice outfit. And um, the reason I point that out was um, later at the signing, once we finally got up to her table, she was talking like, oh, you're in so much, like, you you look very tactical to Trevor. And 
And then she looks at me and says, thank you so much for coming to the panel. And just like looks at me went like, he he was he was there too like <laughs> so it was a it was a little bit of a entertaining moment but it was like th- thanks thanks these bitches and their ego trips my, am I right my my childhood crush um loves my wife more than me buddy <laughs> every every woman i've had a crush on in the last four years has fallen in love with my wife so i get it yeah shout out to you nikki crawford uh, so while we were standing in line for rachel lee cook oh my goodness <laughs> uh there were a couple wrestlers there as well mm. um you might know them as jungle boy i love jungle boy Hold not on. a lot who jungle boy's father is not a lot of people did oh Interesting. His, That's sad. His, his lines, were, yeah, I felt the same. Do you know who Jungle Boy's fair. father is? Mm-mm. Who? Do you know who Luke Perry is, the actor? Wait, what? Luke Perry from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm following. Jungle Boy is Jack Perry. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. And then um, one Miss uh, Sasha Banks. Sausage Banks. Yeah. Yeah. Or Mercedes. Mercedes Money. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Uh, yeah Did she have the belt with her? I don't know. Don't think I saw it. The IWGP. They also were not. Um, there was not. There wasn't a huge line for I either get it. of them. You know, pro you, wrestling is, well, is niche. But that's different because um, I feel like Mercedes is a bit different because she was in Mandalorian. Well, that's true. And there was Nash, who was there. Kevin Nash. Fucking right! I forgot oh, about yeah. that. And his line was. I don't think his line was. What? Like oh, as, I would have fucking no, Kevin Nash no. Is I was. Shit. I was meaning his line wasn't as short probably yeah. wasn't as short as jungle boys or yeah i totally forgot about now i'm pissed off kevin nash is a pro wrestler but he's also uh he's also an actor and he is in one of the greatest uh cinematic masterpieces of all time oh, is wow. it magic mike also that i was gonna say oh my the, gosh i didn't think about that he's in the adam sandler remake of uh longest yard the he greatest, is the greatest fucking movie ever made. He was You're also right. in The Punisher, starring Thomas Jane. He was also in I have, I John Wick. He was also in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. He played Super Shredder. That's right. Yeah. Live action, motherfucker! I'm yeah. so pissed off now. That's what happens when t- you're seven feet tall. Well, God, you were you were it. also very pissed off that we didn't go see Roger Craig Smith. Yeah, who we realized was. Um, the voice of Chris and Mirage from Apex. Mm-hmm. And since we've done the pork chops from Mirage, like it was, it was going to be cool if we got like would have had like a recipe card for him to so. sign. <laughs> so I, I tweeted out to him at, like on our way back. I saw that, yeah. And he yeah. responded. We're like, what? He's like, hey, next time. I'm like, I fucking love this dude. He's responded every time we've tweeted at him. It's too. true. We're getting uh, close to the end of our hour. I wanted to ask you guys, because you sent me a picture of uh, podcasting that was happening at the convention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who were they? No idea? No Not sure. We can look back at the... like. So they have an app for the convention. Yeah. So you can add things to your schedule. You can look everything over. And it was. I think that was really cool to be able to see all that. But it was in a... Um, I think it was, it was almost like a, KC, a free use one too. It was like a mm. KC community gaming kind of area because there was computers ah, that I you see, could I do. See. But then there was yeah that that podcast so maybe it was couch just a free equipment use area. Maybe yeah. So they had mics set up and I mean they were talking and recording. So I don't I don't so, know. It was really cool. I, not 
ever having been to a convention other than the one that I worked as a pro wrestler. My my vision for Ice Cream Sunday podcast, Meatless Monday as well, would be to pay the fee, set up a booth, and then get in touch with agents of celebrities that will already be at the convention or even you know, smaller time artists that aren't going to have like a presence there and then do live interviews like during the convention, but then also use that opportunity to hand out business cards and, and um, you know, maybe a QR code that directly goes to Spotify or, or whatever. And uh, basically be interactive, help people subscribe to our show, um, something like that. So, I don't know if that's allowed, if that's possible, but that, that would be, and even if we can't do live podcasts, that would be my, my idea would be to be there, have a presence and, um, basically get more people subscribed and, um, get in front of people that share a lot of the same interests we do and, uh, share interests of the things that we talk about on, on both of our shows. So yeah, there, yeah. there were a lot of different maker groups there. I mean, my friends, um, of course it seems like the Ren Fair and Con World there very much easily collide. And uh, my friends have been uh, had like a vendor vending space, but not necessarily sold anything. Maybe their, their merchandise in CDs, but mm-hmm. it was um, so I, I could definitely see, you know, a podcast being there. Yeah. It's just, I've always wanted to do conventions, but as a podcast, it's like, well, if you can't do a live podcast or people can't really listen to your podcast, then like, what what would we be doing at our booth? And I, I I've never been to a convention, so it's hard to answer those questions myself. Yeah, but yeah, um, you know, those would, that would be my my vision. And I think kind of like the the idea we have with this crazy idea that I want to do maybe before the end of the year, if not the next year, would be called the Ice Cream Social, and it would kind of be that same thing, like getting people together maybe for a concert or a live podcast or something, but uh, actually being out with people instead of just recording podcasts in, yeah. in our living room. But yeah, that's going to take a lot of money and a lot of time. And I don't know when it would be or where it would be, but Des Moines uh, con is happening in June. And if certain Amy Joe Johnson is going to uh, be there. Yeah. Fuck. And I, David. I'm not wrong. I believe that's the same weekend. That I'm in Kansas city for a wedding. Of course fuck it you. Is. I know. Yeah. Hey, Hey, you know what? We'll go in place of you. Okay. In honor of, we'll just have the hand censored <laughs> to be child friendly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In honor of you, just put it behind uh, to blur it. Put it behind like uh, like uh, oh the, the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's privacy. You yeah. know what we need to do? We need to make more stickers. That way we can go around and just start actually, slapping it on everything. Yeah, we actually have a lot more stickers. So I need to post that again and and then start messaging people along with the survey and. It's really like the best way because like I would I would post stuff about the sticker and we're selling stickers, but it wasn't until I individually went through my friends list and was like individually messaged everyone. I was like, do you want a sticker? That they're like, yes, I would love a sticker. Been meaning to get to you. Bullshit. No, you weren't. But uh, <laughs> now that I've cornered you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. So the next the next thing on my list would be to both either get video equipment or bring someone onto the team and pay them some kind of stipend for video content because it's it's just I want to have video content. Same. Mm-hmm. It's too much for me to it's do. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you know, I'm really surprised you didn't bring up you playing in traffic. <laughs> All right, last last story of the episode. Last what story. the fuck happened here? So, being the gentleman I am, I tend to walk uh, on the outside of the sidewalk, closest to traffic. You know, like you're supposed to. Like you're supposed to. Yes, thank you. I, I agree. Um, and then uh, we were leaving dinner, right? We were last yep, night. We were leaving dinner. Um, we were getting to a crosswalk that. Um, happened to have a one lane because there was construction going on and it was blocking the visibility was low because of this. It was kind of like an exit ramp from the interstate onto where we were. Oh, sure. Almost. And so we tried walking across and Heather got behind me and I stop as soon as I can see down that lane and see a car coming because we're walking when we really shouldn't be. Um, and Heather's walking ini- son of a bitch. Heather's initial reaction was to um not stop but but you know brace herself yeah. as if she's running into a wall. Yeah. I didn't mean and to. I thought you were going. Then she shoved me. That's not what I did. Into traffic and absolutely tried not. to kill me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And what pisses me off is I can post about it and everyone takes her side. What can you do? People are saying, well, what did you do? I didn't do anything. I was a fucking gentleman. Mm-hmm. Mm. Were you? Yeah. Here's the thing. When you get married, no one gives a fuck about you anymore. That's especially true. your family. They love your wife and their wi- and your wife only. They don't give a shit about you anymore. Then when you have kids, they stop caring about your wife and they only care about your child. Yeah. So I, mean, yeah. I get it. Meh. You know what it sounds like to me? You know, it sounds like to me, it sounds like it's really hard being a straight white male. It really is. <laughs> Pitches be crazy. Maybe we need to take the power back, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh, right. please do I not. I need you to calm the fuck down, Andrew Tate. Do not. Do. Oh, you mean sex traffic and <laughs> fucking tweet and now you're, random shit? You're starting to st- sound like Schmidt and them. Sex traffic Caillou. Well, where they're like <laughs> I did see something about that today. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. What were you going to say? Oh, when when Schmidt and I can't remember her name all of a sudden they were like cool guy power. And they're like, "No, no. Robbie." Yeah. And they're like, "No, white guy power." As they're in a group, <laughs> as they're in a room full of Indians. And I was just like, "Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't be that." It's okay cuz I got an Asian friend right here with me. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. I have always, this sounds really shitty. I've always wanted to see a <laughs> cosplay of like, if you combine, <laughs> if you combine a Power Ranger and a Klansman as the white Power Ranger. No. Well, we did pass someone dressed up like Colonel Sanders. Same. Yeah, it's almost the same. There thing. was a guest on in Star Trek character combined that was that was uh, i had to have heather take a picture that it was amazing absolutely fantastic a bunch of halo cosplays were just on point they were so good a batman uh r2d2 oh so you hear it go like talking really deep yeah that's awesome that's awesome what was your favorite cosplay that you saw that'd be the last thing I really, I haven't looked through all your photos, but from the ones I've saw, uh, the little girl dressed as Wednesday Adams with 
thing on her shoulder was amazing. What was your favorite? Mm. Ooh, the Snorlax was really cool because it was so fucking huge. I don't know if I got a picture of that. Detective Sl- Pikachu ran around. That was um. that was a cool that was a cool little inflatable. Uh the Slender Man. I've seen it before. It's um it basically this like wooden um I don't know contraption that has these long like limbery arms and he just kind of moves it around it it was really cool um a lot of people did halo there was one guy that did uh titanfall cosplay which was pretty cool um there was a couple call of duty guys uh one did an scp that was good there was a really Um, cool captain america like from um was it from Endgame? Or... It, yeah, it was the whole beaten up and bloodied Captain so America. So apparently when he went across the stage on the Cosway contest, someone yelled, That's America's ass! And they uh, that person proceeded to apologize the next day for Aww. that <laughs> in the group. Don't apologize. Uh, no, don't apologize for that. Everyone else was like reassuring that person. Like, no, no, you had every right. Like, we agree. Like it was, it was really cool to see all of those. Um, uh, I think the coolest ones were the, uh, the honestly any of the kids. The 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 kids kind of stole the show for me. Yeah. They really did. And then seeing the f- like the full armor that was made out of foam that people have literally carved and made to look so amazing. Like seeing the Vegeta armor that's all beaten up, but then seeing if you look closer. It's just these pieces of foam that are kind of stacked together. And it was amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's how you don't sweat to death and die to death during a thing. Like, it's it's actually fairly lightweight. Okay. Did you say sweat to death and die to death? You know, (laughs) whatever. He died to death. Died to death. What was his cause of death? Dying. (laughs) He died. He died. you know words are hard today was my first like today like i go back to work this week and but i had a i had a meeting for a few hours today and man i did not want to get out of bed and have my brain trying to process things and then i was having to do math and i was like oh my brain power is at negative right now so so i i did want to close out with um uh kind of a running joke around the community uh around lance reddick dying and um, I think everyone more or less agrees. Like, I think Lance would uh, find humor in this. Like, he'd, he'd love these jokes. But um, a lot of people from the Destiny community was like, I can't wait till they release uh, the boss called Natural Causes. Yikes. <laughs> oh, and they no. say it's Natural Causes, but like, well, he's they- 60. Which I understand, like, heart attack can be a natural cause, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, but. I mean, the jo- the jokes were really funny, and then it it, it got into, like, what like the, what the jokes w- would mean and stuff. And, like, everyone's just like, yeah, he, he'd think these were funny. Yeah. So. Yeah. Rest in peace, Lance Reddick. <laughs>